just talk normal. You ain't gotta be that close. What's good, y'all? You ain't gotta be that. You back up. Hey, miss, what is it? Hey, some more. Listen, ladies. I'm your natural provider. <laughs> I give you what you need, and you don't even have to ask. Listen close, and listen to the smooth sounds of. I feel like he's always wanted to do that. Yo, man. My check one two one two. Hey, this is episode three of the No Bystanders podcast. Once again, I am one of your three hosts, Jaren. And to my right, we got yeah, G. What it do, baby? And we got a special guest in the building. Oh, I'm man. special now. Hold on. Yeah, especially retarded. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, we not gonna start tonight. You gonna start like that, man? I already started a few drinks in. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, to, and right. we got a special guest in the building, man. We got family. You know, got my brother. Go ahead and introduce you yourself, man. All right, y'all. So uh, my name is Asandre Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste is French. I want you to pronounce it right, okay? <laughs> All right, because it sounds better when you pronounce it right, right? It's French. But yeah, uh, I'm Asandre Jean Baptiste, longtime friend of these two. Uh, known these guys for a few years now, and I'm so happy to see that they're doing a podcast. You know, he's doing what they do. Guys. He's more like family. Yeah, he's, oh, he's man. a family man. Listen, like, man, he's like the cousin that shows up once every three years. Yeah, yeah. pop up with like a new bitch every time. Yeah, that, oh, that's definitely, you. oh, that's definitely you, man. For real. Nah, but um, but yeah, man, I'm just uh, happy to be here. Happy to be a special guest, and uh, yeah, I'm just uh. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, man. How y'all doing, Sipping man? Drink. I'm, I'm chilling, man. Oh. Chilling, bro. How y'all yeah. doing on this fine day? Mm. Trying to make it. You know how life is. As soon as you pop up that dream. crown peach. Yes, sir. As soon as I was like, my day's made. <laughs> my day's <laughs> made. Listen, crown listen, peach, man. All day today, I've been doing nothing but running around, going to uh, class and whatnot. Right. I got back in school, so. My man. I, I'm happy about that, but like. So, man, I've been trying to. Oh, Wish I had a round man. of applause. Wish I had like a round of applause sound effect right now, but. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank Hood version. Couldn't get a sound effect, but okay. <laughs> but um. And uh, the crowd goes wild. Uh, there you go. Good at that golf clap. Where there is you that? go. If y'all don't know, uh, 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 I'm I'm happy. I'm smiling so hard right now, but. I'm not really, but uh, uh, yeah, I've been running around just doing just crazy shit. I just had a, a full pack there, worked out, did some uh, sketches. Uh, I'm, I'm an artist, by the way. So amazing, you, amazing artist. Buy his art. Go ahead, go on to drop yeah. your handles and shit, yeah. bro. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Bro? Uh, Talk uh, your shit, bro. Oh man, I, uh, I'm off social media right now. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So you can't, you can't see how good I look. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> You can't, but um, what I will motive. say is that um, uh, uh, my name is Huey Dynamite under all of my um, social media handles. Uh, when I get back on, you'll be able to peep me, see my artwork. You're going to yeah. love it. You're going to buy the stuff, obviously. But um, And I'm not kidding, too. I'm not going to, I'm not bullshitting about that. You're going to love it. Um, oh, but um, you have your shit together. I have your paintings sitting in my room. Right oh now, God, listen, it's hung up in my room, listen. bro. And actually, he's the one that uh, did our logo too. Yeah, oh, man. Oh man, which it's about to drop sometime, yes. maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. Cause... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, when you guys see this logo, you're gonna buy the merchandise. Just oh like yes, that. sir. 
I'm telling you, you're going to listen to this podcast and then look at your shirt and be like, I feel I feel like I'm there, too. <laughs> I feel like I'm there, too. <laughs> I feel like I'm there, well, too. Crew, man. Yeah, man. Um, My, bro, talk your shit, bro. We happy to have you on, dog. I'm, we thank we you. appreciate thank you. everything you've done for us so far, man. But, Jay, yeah, how you doing, bro? You know, I'm trying to make it, man. You know how it's been. Regular, regular, you know, working the nine to, nine to six again. And uh, just tired, bro. Kevin Gates lied to me. He said, you know, I don't get tired. Y'all, shoot, I do get tired. I, I, <laughs> this cat said in the group chat that I need to take a nap first. <laughs> he did. Like, he and did we were going to meet up, and he's did like. Did you take a nap? No. no. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I had an energy drink, though. So. Oh, hell. Yeah. Rain, sponsor me. Come on. Rain, sponsor me, man. But, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Just, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. What did you want to get into man bro uh let, let's start off with the with the big story did you guys see the uh Aaron hernandez yes yeah man i've been watched all of it fucked me up what y'all um, think what's your, what's your thoughts i'm gonna let y'all go first nfl ain't shit <laughs> i'm gonna I'm just say that right now nfl ain't shit i mean y'all can love uh football as much as you know to 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 the sun goes down football is a shit i and i ain't gonna stop you loving it but i mean after watching that documentary, um, it fully solidifies my my opinion that the NFL is just, I mean, it's one of the top businesses uh, businesses of America, and it's like we're killing we're killing the players. <laughs> I mean, yeah, these yeah. play. If you've seen the documentary, you've seen what the CTE scans look like. Look like broccoli. Yeah, I'm I'm. <coughs> No, it's, are you serious? No, no, yeah, no, it looks no. like legit broccoli. Like a butcher rotisserie chicken. We're butchering these players, man, and for what? What, what was the thing about? They're not even getting paid that much. I mean, they're getting they're getting M's. They're mm-hmm. getting a lot. They're getting millions, right? right but yeah. I mean, like, but is it worth it at the end of the day? Is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, true, these these players true. have families, right? Mm-hmm. And what are they going to the NFL for? I mean, they're going for the legit love of the sport. Mm-hmm. But I mean, aren't they going for um, the the money to at least give back to the people that they love, right. families, right. friends, or not, and they can't even go back to them because they get this hurt. Right. Yeah. You know they were legit sure. breaking their bones. I mean, Aaron Hernandez said it himself. Like he felt like an old man. Yeah. Like yeah. his bones was that sore. Like he was just, you know, it's a light statement. Like because all of them are playing, and they're like, oh, the CTEs. And they even made a joke about. It. They were talking about how it's a joke. Like, oh, the CTEs kicking in. You yeah. Know, blah blah blah. But I mean, it's a legit thing. Right, it exactly. happens. Oh yeah, I agree. So, it's just after watching a documentary, I learned a lot. But I, it was one of those things where I learned a lot of why he essentially did what he did. And this is not to excuse him either. Yeah, no, this is no, not. Yeah, not this is all. not a cop out. Not at all. You can't excuse not, murder. It's not, an excuse. it's not a cop out for yeah, it. Good people can. walk around with CT to this day, and they didn't murder anybody. Yeah, walk around completely normal lives. But it's like you understand a lot more of why he did what he did. And it all started with his dad dying. Because yeah. essentially that was his support. Like, yeah. that, that was, was his, his whole life. That was his role, his role model. model. And stuff like his, like they even said in the documentary, his dad was a very structured person. Mm-hmm. Like, and the fact that, you know, before the documentary, people thought, you know, Aaron Hernandez was a thug. He grew up in a rough household. He grew up pretty privileged, it seems like. You right, know, according right. to the documentary, he grew up in a football royalty family in yeah. Connecticut. And the fact is, once his dad died, just out of blue, he... It was for a hernia um, a, checkup, right? 
It was, yeah, it was a regular surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a hernia surgery. Yeah, regular yeah, like, regular so surgery. it just the fact yeah. that he just died out of that. It was like yeah, and yeah. the fact that you know once that happened, he just went downhill. And I think we can all agree with that. His mom ain't shit. Yeah, uh, we can all agree on uh, that. It's like yeah, I mean, you know, after your dad dies, essentially your next person in that line of succession is your mom. The fact that your mom married your aunt's husband, boyfriend, whatever it was, right? It's it was wild, uh, man. It's like as a kid. That's messed up. You come out your room all happy and stuff, and you walk in there, and he butt-naked cooking eggs. It's like, hey, you want some eggs, son? It's like, yo, yeah. it messes you up as a kid. He's like, that's not, literally, yeah. that's not my dad. Like, you're not my dad. And I give I give his aunt a lot of credit, too, because yeah. she she was basically his, I would probably say that was his uh, real mother, because yeah. yeah. she was ride or die for him. The, literally, the ride or die. Yeah, he, she uh, wouldn't talk. She was his uh, confidant yeah. throughout yeah. the entire Thing. Ordeal, and she was battling cancer, and yeah, she was willing to do the time just for Aaron. Yeah, just for him. crazy. Mm. And it was just like I think we had discussion off air, but it's like the biggest issue I had with the documentary was it was a, granted one of the top five documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah, it was structurally mm, very very great. Very, it had me hooked from like halfway through, had me hooked. But what I really did not like was that they tried to center him. Like, that they tried to send a motive around him being the way he is, is him being in the closet. Yeah. That's I mean, what, they, you know, they had people on there. They had people on there and stuff saying like, it was a weak motive. Yeah, because I think, like I said, G, like, me and G were texting when he was watching it. And after the first episode, they just, the high school quarterback, quote-unquote high school quarterback, was like, hey, we were, you know, we, we were lovers. Like, wait, what? And they just kept talking. Like, you just zoom right past, like, nah, bro, let's back up just a quick second. Yeah. And even, I, I would add to that, is that watching it, listening to the quarterback's dad. Bro, he's he, on the screen. <laughs> he could not convince me. I'm sorry, dog. I, I'm seeing ass on this screen right now. If I wish y'all were here. Because it's a music video. It's a music right, video right now, specified. and there's nothing but ass, titties, I and I don't even know who this is. You said who? Doja. Oh, no, it's Russ. No, it's not. Hey, Russ? Yeah, it's Russ. <coughs> Best on earth. No, but who, who is that? Bia. Woman. It's Bia. That woman. Woman. Okay, back to the dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bia in that. <laughs> that was a lame-ass joke. I apologize. I'm a Bia that. in that. I mean, when you see ass, your, right, your brain cell. That was definitely airball. But, but, but you did shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. That's but, a CTE kick in there. Yeah. Oh, but back man. to you saying, G. About... Turn my shit to broccoli, baby. <laughs> what were you saying, G, about Easy. the quarterback's dad? Well, I mean, uh, listening to the dad, I mean, he couldn't even convince me that he was, he went from being like, oh, no, I don't like gay people to all of a sudden, yes, son, I will accept you for who you couldn't. It was hard for him to convince anybody with, with the tone he was using. So I had a hard time believing that this dude was like Aaron Hernandez's lover. Um, I feel like it was just him trying to catch clout and trying to like ride the wave. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. get around that. Yeah, yeah so, because. That. This is the first time we hear from you. And yeah. then even, like, the, the Patriots uh, offensive lineman that said he was gay and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, why were you in the documentary? Were you just giving a gay man's perspective? Or, like, I, I thought you were going to be, oh, yeah, I was his teammate and this. They never played together, yeah. But, yeah, yeah and and but the documentary could have done without you. And I didn't like the fact that they were trying to make it seem like, oh, he was gay. So, since he was gay, he uh, basically killed himself in, in prison uh, he did what he did because he didn't want nobody to find out he yeah. was gay. 
And then CT kind of fell in the back burner. Like, like they just yeah. mentioned that in passing. It was like, yeah. oh yeah, he had the worst CTE of all time. He was twenty seven. And that's the thing. They the documentary doesn't say he had the worst CTE of all time. It, they just said it was one of the worst cases. Yeah, it was one of the worst cases. Yeah. And they he was developed over one. a decade. Yeah. 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 It was what he was twenty seven when he died, and they said he had the brain of a like an eighty ninety year old right. man. The fact that it was, and he even said in you know in the documentary. They're saying his frontal lobes are fried. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you saw what it looked like, it looked like gaping holes. It was ridiculous. It was... It was the worst Eye-opening. It, it. I don't know anyone who could just look at that and just feel like this is okay. Like, yeah. I don't... Like, if you're a, an avid football, you know, supporter, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can just see that and say, like, oh, yeah, let me throw my kid in. I don't know if... Like, I don't know. Yeah. That, that would probably rock... Your shit just a little bit, right. exactly. yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm speaking because I, I played football since I was like a little kid, um, and I mean, if if you asked me today, would you be willing to put your kid, your son through it? I would probably say no. Nah, we're we're gonna go play baseball. We're gonna go play yeah. something else. We're not gonna baseball, do. soccer, even basketball, basketball. track and field. But once he's Golf. a little bit older and he's like maybe you know middle school, he can make that decision. Freshman, if he wants to really go out there and play, then. You know that that's that's on you because I'm never gonna you know demolish someone's dreams. Yeah, what they want to do. Yeah. I'm not gonna force because I mean I played it and even when I played I played back from, dang I probably started like in '04 and played all the way up to 2011, my mm. senior year in high school, and uh, it's, see you never heard anything about CTE. No, I had I didn't even know that existed. I was so scared when it first came out. Yeah, I was like, dang, I had concussions. I had I took blows yeah. to the head. Actually. Um, I was, I led the team being the most penalized for unnecessary roughness and like late hit after the play. So <laughs> was, G going in <laughs> unnecessary roughness. G just elbowing people left and right. And that explains a lot. And that's that's why that I, would hit, a lot. Yeah. I would hit people with my head. Like I would go head for because back then there wasn't no like tackling rules like there is mm. now. Lot now there's like you can't launch, yeah. you can't leave with the crown of your helmet. All of that was legal when I played. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never got called. I mean, now I probably would have been thrown out the games. Well, if I, if I the longest yard, literally with brass knuckles right. and shit. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we were. I think Anything shit goes. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the worst call that we would get would be chop blocks. But I mean, yeah. even but now it's like I can't. We've restricted, and that, and that's the thing too. I mean, I think the player safety is super important for mm-hmm. the, the, the CT yeah. because, I mean, once you lose your mind, like bro, that's that's what keeps you. Other than your heart. That's your brain is what keeps you alive, and it, is. and it sucks that these football players are, are, you know, going through this, and and you know either they're they're making bad decisions, they can't even function correctly. Some of them can't walk, can't talk. They they develop Alzheimer's, um, and I mean we 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 should have better technology to 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 help a lot of yeah. these these players, but the I also see the other side of it though. It's like I think. It's not right that you go play in the NFL, you play your few years, you develop some type, you know, disability, and, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to sue the NFL. There yeah. should be some type of waiver you sign uh-huh. at the combine, your rookie season, something that's like, okay, I, the NFL will not be liable because I will be, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm giving up that right yeah. of... That uh, that that's a consequence that can that can happen. Yeah, they so. probably do that now because you know what four or five years ago, maybe six, mm-hmm. where all those players sued the NFL for CTE yeah. issues, and I think they end up settling. If I'm correct, don't quote me. If you know, don't quote me. Mm-hmm. But you know, now 
it's probably, you know, like, in their waiver, like, in their contracts, like, you cannot sue us for a CT because we have taken the precautionary steps. Granted, you know, props to NFL for changing the helmets, changing the rules. Like, they change everything that they can. But football is not football anymore. I it's mean, not. It, it's did not. you guys see the Clemson game, the the national there championship? There were many people when, out. When, when that linebacker for Clemson, number, I think, 47 or 42, Got thrown out the game. He got thrown out the game, and, and it was a clean hit. Like he did everything he yeah. could do to make sure he didn't go helmet to helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sucks that he hit with the crown on his helmet. Yeah, but it was to the chest or shoulder area, so I, that, that's a legal hit. That's that's a good. That's they, fundamentals. Like there's nothing he could have done. Yeah. to do his job and then do this whole safety, and that's that, that's another issue that I have with like college football. It's like they need to. They need to do it like the NBA, where it's like um, two personals and you're out. Yeah, yeah and, and, and yeah. it's like flagrant one or flagrant mm-hmm. two. Yeah, that whole targeting rule is bull, but that's a completely that's a yeah, whole yeah, different rabbit hole at that point. Yeah. At the end of the day, and just like you know, it's I really liked how the Netflix doc shed light on the lives that Aaron Hernandez touched slash ruined, and because right. I didn't know that Odin what, Lloyd what lives did he touch exactly slash well. In perspective of Odin Lloyd, I did not know that that was his fiance's sister's boyfriend. Yeah. So you tore apart Odin Lloyd and his family's life, and then you tore apart two sisters because you pit them against each other. Uh, I mean. So that's too like I didn't know about that, and then the two I mean, dudes who who he allegedly killed as well. You know, he was found not guilty of it, so it's neither here nor there. I mean, like. I don't know. The thing about uh, being a celebrity, like when you said like he, the people he touched and also like he ruined, I feel like the thing about it was is that he was just honestly just a, a football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just a football player trying to get his, you know, he loved the game and he was in there for the sport of it. And so the thing about being a celebrity or being as good as you are is that you're put on this pedestal. Like um, in the interview, uh, in the documentary, he was uh, interviewed by, uh, I can't remember, he was on the news or something like that. And the woman's like, how do you feel you are uh, a role model to Hispanics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's like, I, I, you know, I just feel like I'm a role model and whatnot. Yeah, and, right. you know, you're put on this this pedestal because you have this high level of celebrity because you're just doing what you're regularly doing. Mm-hmm. You're just good at it. And so people expect you to be this great person out the gate. Right. You know, they don't know about your life. They don't know about what you've been through. They don't know what you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. And so, it, there's so much pressure and the idea that you have to give back. Right. In, in some way, shape, or form, you have to be this superhero. Mm-hmm. And people fail to realize that you're a human being. Right. Exactly. At the end of the fucking day, you're a human being. Mm-hmm. And even more so, when it comes to the NFL, that you're expendable, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, you for can, sure. Like you, you you're literally a number. You're you're yeah. a number. You're that number. Like you can, team. and that's proven. Like Aaron Hernandez disappeared, and then Gronk showed up. Like you completely yeah, like forgot that they were on the same team because yeah. you're legit a number. The NFL is a business. Yeah, some people compare it to modern day slavery, but that's here nor there. But it's like that's, yeah, that's a whole other. That's not a whole other language. Yeah. But it's like you're so easily replaceable in the NFL. It's crazy. Like you know, people who play in a, you know NFL. If you talk to them, they're like it's legit business. 
you will be gone the very next day and somebody will replace you and they will never they'll give you your same number to yeah. that person who took your spot. Yeah. And you will never think twice about it. So it's just one of those things where it's it's crazy and I'm like I forgot Aaron Hernandez played in a Super Bowl in old Scored a touchdown in this yeah, game. Yeah, he scored. Yeah, yeah. What that's, that's, was that's that? Some... 07, I think, right? It's probably 07. 07, 08, yeah. That's some real shit. I forgot he was on that team. Comes on the versus the Giants, yeah. Yeah, yeah when they went undefeated. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. I completely forgot about that. And it's like that Netflix documentary brought a bunch of stuff to light. And what I really liked about it was that they had recordings of Aaron Hernandez talking to family members and his lawyer. And one that really stuck out to me was. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, like, you know, well, the lawyer told Aaron Hernandez, say, you know, I, it's hard to get you, you know, endorsements because you can't put a Nike swoosh on a prison uniform yeah. on an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> and Aaron Hernandez said so calmly, you know, he was dead serious. He was like, can you give me a Smith & Weston deal, which is a good yeah. deal if you don't know. And you're like, yo, this, mm-hmm. you can tell something laughing wasn't right it. with him. Yeah. That cat was laughing about You can tell something was right. And also when he was talking to his fiance. And he was like, you know, how is your day? She was like, well, we got searched again. And he was like, why are you mad? Like, you know. He's like, why are you copping attitude? Yeah. And it shows like, you were, like <coughs> we're here because of you. Right. And you can tell he showed no emotion, no sympathy, like stuff like that. No, he was pretty mad, though. He was like, well, oh, whatever. It seemed like a, uh, like he a, a couple. He showed no remorse. Like, let me put it like that. He showed no remorse until the very end. Right. And the okay. I, would say I see. I see what you're saying. It's like yeah. the easiest emotion to bring out of someone is always anger, yeah. anger and frustration. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's really the only the only time that you really saw like him react a certain a certain way. Oh yeah. But to go back to a um, the NFL um conversation, I would also put blame on the NCAA. It's mm. like I mean Aaron played during a time where they would give you that painkiller shot. And be like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, take it the butt and go. Out they there brought and that play. up too, I think. Yeah, yeah. They brought it up. He was like, they, you know, they were talking about removing it, but you know who they giving it to? Right. Like to start each and every game. Yeah, me. And yeah. I'm blaming yeah. to add on to that. I'm blaming some of the coaches as well because of the fact that they even said, you know, stuff he did in Florida was hidden. See, but the, the thing that I can't put that on the coaches. Uh, athletes will outside. always get a that star treatment. Well, that star treatment because mm-hmm. it happens since you're like in like middle school. Um, okay. Because even when you're in like in middle school, that sounds crazy outside. So. <laughs> you hear that? I wonder if it's picking up. Uh, uh, what's going on, man? Probably, guys. If, if you can't hear, there's like signs like going, going right outside. Uh, we don't know what happened. Somebody died, man. They coming from one of us, and uh, it ain't. Uh, it ain't, it ain't, it me, ain't me either. Um, but I'll, I'll be quick to be like, officer, I, <laughs> <laughs> officer, please, I, would you like me to pick out? Oh, they shooting your black ass just with me too. <laughs> uh, they shooting both our black asses. But back to what you're saying, G. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you're as an athlete, and you're and you're a superstar because he was a superstar. He, he oh, had sure. God given talent. Oh my God, at the tight end position. Yes. Yeah. Um, he played wide receiver. And <laughs> How he, many passes was thrown at him? A bunch. Uh, man, Ridiculous. he he was a machine. Like yeah, anything yeah. around him, he he would catch. Um, and, and that's why when the documentary went into like, oh, he felt like you, uh, since, since he got away with one, like that, that one shooting that happened when someone spilled the drink on him, uh, that he could keep doing what he was doing. Well, I mean, the, the, the people that made the documentary act like star athletes don't get that treatment. Hmm. 
Yeah. Prime example, look at OJ. OJ paid for the best lawyers, sure. and we, I mean. He got off. He he got off. I'm not saying he's guilty or, or not, but. He did that shit. But he, he did. I mean, that's what a court case is. It's a battle of um, money. Right. What can I mean, you prove? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, money what can, can buy your innocence. Like, if you get the best lawyer, you can get out of anything. Yeah. Right. And and they kind of proved it, because remember, he, he hired that one uh, lawyer for the uh, for the double. Yeah. The double. Uh, the lady who, Casey Anthony's lawyer. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, bad or something. And look, he, the dude that got shot in the face when he was in the car, he he like kind of flipped the whole conversation. He and the dude was like hesitating while he was yeah. in yeah. in court. Yeah. When in the last court case, he was like, legit, "Oh, it was Aaron who did it." But now this lawyer got has you like rethinking what he just said. Exactly, yeah, that's money buys you innocence at that point, and yeah. it's just like it. It was a great documentary. At the end of the day. And, and and one last thing that I would add is that um, I give a lot of respect and a lot of props to to uh, Odin, um, his his friend, the the guy I, I don't remember his name, but the guy with the long curly hair who played football with him. Yeah. Uh, oh Because yeah. th- that dude, um, he really he really um, brought more light. I know the whole documentary was about Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. But the fact that he kept celebrating Odin, like Odin yeah. was a great man, he was a, mm-hmm. and and that gets lost usually when the whole conversation happens about the documentary. He was probably the most authentic. I didn't mean to interrupt you. He was probably the most authentic. Yes. No, and you can feel honest. that. You can feel that, and the fact that they yeah. show video of Odin's mom at the game, like National after his funeral or something like that, like you, it brought it full circles. Like you know, this is the person who had lost his life. Yeah. Because of Aaron Hernandez at that point. And it's just like... Because after watching the documentary, I told G this. That I feel like... Part of me feels like... That Aaron Hernandez didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But he knows who did it. At the end of the day. And I remember... I said me and you had a... You know... A conversation about it. You were like... Well, the other two dudes... They were like petty criminals. So then I would go from that to murder. But it's just like... I feel like there... There's something that's off about... You know, the whole case, you're like, all right, what? Like, there's something that's clearly missing in this. And it's the same feeling I got from, from the OJ case. Like, okay, I feel like OJ did it, but he, but if he didn't do it, he knows exactly who did it. It's just At not the, enough evidence. Yeah, it's not enough evidence because the fact is they couldn't find the gun. Yeah. Couldn't find the gun. And, like, on a silly note, I want a girl as, you know, as loyal as Aaron Hernandez. Like, See, if fiance you, was. Before you hop on, on, on that, what I was going to say about Aaron... What it, the documentary proved to me, um, before we start talking about his, his his wife, is that Aaron was a fake gangster. He he was oh yeah for that, sure that you know he thought he he was this innocent dude when he mm. was younger and out of nowhere thought just because I hang with the you know the drug dealers the you know quote unquote thugs uh, in my neighborhood or the ones that I meet you know I'm gonna be hard too, and I can tell you firsthand uh, the biggest gangsters that I've ever met. Uh, they're they're the nicest people to to be around. Like I mean, they treat you with respect and stuff. But people know don't mess with them. Yeah. And Aaron was like, man, I have to have a gun on me. I have to do this. I have to do that to them. When 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 you are like quote unquote real and yeah. you know you gangster like that, you don't have to prove it to anybody. We just know. Yeah. Like you walk in the room, we're like, oh shoot, nobody say anything. Nobody mess with him because that's you know that's so and so, and he's from like this this hood or you know that gang or this. And Aaron was the complete opposite. Aaron was like, like the one dude that wanted to be this cool and like wanted to be like, uh, 
Because even like when he when he shot uh, those two guys, um, because the they spilled yeah because they spilled yeah. drink on him. It was like yeah. it was like bro like why? It was an accident. It was yeah. It was yeah. Why accident. would you puff off? It was pop a legit accident. accident. Yeah. And yeah. then and then popping off on them like, bro, what you trying to prove? I mean you. I mean people like that. I mean you can just say they have a weak constitution. Yeah, you know, some, and even sometimes you can say that life comes at him fast. I mean, I mean, they were saying that the NFL was trying to draft him when he was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he, he had was an already offer at fourteen. Yeah, yeah so he was. He, I mean, that was put in his head at a very young age. Yes. Yeah, dude is probably still trying to get with the chick from like, like science class and shit like that. Right. You know, so I mean, like, and, and that I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't mean to stop you because it's a very good point you're saying. But it's like. We fail to to realize that like how early, um, uh, uh, recruiters see how much potential mm-hmm. a kid may have, and then right. they just throw this like dream at them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you're young, right. so all you're gonna think about is that dream. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, because you're you you're not even really sold these numbers. You just sold the dream, and right. then when they hit you with the numbers, you're already caught by the dream. So you're gonna take any. You know, yeah. amount that they give. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so it's like, it, it's, it, it, it's like, um, can, can you blame him as much? Right. You know, there's the sympathy that comes in. Can you blame him as much? Exactly. But, and, um, and it's just like, to piggyback off of that, <coughs> it's like, once you watch the documentary, you're like, you sort of feel bad for him at the same time, but at the same time, you don't. I mean, it's hard to feel bad for it, him. It's, it's very it's hard. hard. It's hard to feel bad for him. Because it's not a good look. Yeah, it's right. not a good look. But it's at the same time, after watching the documentary, me personally, I'm like, I can see why the path he ended up going down is, be, you know, is, I, I can understand why he ended up, you know, where he's at now because of what happened in his life. Because, like, you know, once he got that contract extension at 40 mil, First thing, your mom calls after what she did to you. You know, mom ain't shit. She calls and she was like, hey, give me a meal and I'm set for, for life. It was like, you ain't done shit for me. Mm-hmm. And he, I feel like you can tell, like, that was one of the rare times you saw, like, genuine, like, emotion from him. That, dog. Because, you know, he sat there he was like, you're the reason why I am the way I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad died and you weren't there for me. And you got right back with my aunt husband, boyfriend, Preach whoever that dog. was. And, you know, we're here. I'm here right now in this dumbass jail cell because of your stupid ass. Yeah, yeah. At, on that. You know, when at, he at fucking, the end of the day. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's like, I felt, I felt bad for him in that moment. Come yeah. like, you know. Because what, what did he say? I don't mean, what he said, he was like, you're going to end up dying never knowing your son. Uh, like, imagine hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. A parent dying, never knowing the child that they created. Right. Like, what what kind of life is that? That's true. You know, exactly. like, like, what, you should. That's a, a failure as a parent. Exactly. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a parent. You know, I, I hope to be one someday. But no, if definitely. I heard from my child ever that you're gonna wind up dead, never knowing me. Mm-hmm. I feel like complete shit. Yeah, she completely felt as a yeah. parent. And the fact that, like, once again, it's, you showed why, how he, like, the way he is now because of, you know, 
what happened per se. Because when he told his mom that, she didn't feel bad. She was like, where's my meal? Yeah, like, man. Like, it was shit so stuck around like, money and stuff. Pause on that shit, bro. Yeah. And she was talking about getting a meal, you know. I, bro, no, 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 no. What got me is that how, how, how forward she was about it. Like, she'd already explained the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, before any of this had happened, she yeah. explained, like, a fucking deal with the cat. Right. Her own son saying, you know, I already told you, give me a meal. You know, you got your 40 mil. You should give me a meal. And he was like, well, you act like I already got, you act like I got the 40 mil. And you just want a meal and be done? Yeah. Right. Saying like, okay, I know that I'm going to show that I care about the situation. And then when it gets crazy, I want out. Mm-hmm. The fuck is that? Yeah, no. It, Your mom saying that shit to yeah, me? Yeah, no. Right. His, like I said, we can all agree. His mom was Come shit on now, that. Like, that's just, I said his dad was the, like, like the staple in his life. And I said, just, like I said, if you ain't seen a documentary, please watch it. It is very yeah. informative. You learn a lot. You can tell where the bullshit came in. Absolutely. You can definitely tell. You can feel the bullshit. But you can also, it brings a lot of light to the situation. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, like, you know, like Sandra said, you really feel, or Sandra or G, one of them says, like, you really feel, well, you know, his mom is such a strong, like, you know, Owen Lloyd's mom is such a strong individual. Because what she, she went on the stand and testified and was told to show no emotion whatsoever. That, that is very, is, very is hard to do. You're God looking son. at a picture of your son dead. Yeah. And I was like, listen, you can't show no emotion because it's going to influence the jury and you didn't shed not a single tear. That's hard to do. Yeah. Especially as an individual, but seeing your own son dead, like you relive, like you're opening old wounds okay. all over again. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I said, you know, just prayers up to Owen Lloyd's family. I'm sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head the two young men, the two brothers who had died in, um, not Miami. I can't remember what city that was. Oh, it was in Florida. It, it was, was in Florida, Florida. Yeah. yeah. You know, to them as well. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's just at the end of the day, you know, everybody's life who is affected, you know, I feel, I feel for Aaron Hernandez's daughter because she's growing up without a dad as well. Like, you know, it's it's a sad situation at the end of the day, but the documentary brought a great light to every single thing. It's one of, like I said, it's a top five documentary I've ever seen. Right. I think it's one of those documentaries that you look at and it's going to make a point that you already had in your head. Yeah. That more definite if it doesn't just like solidify it. Exactly. No, it's just a question. Or yeah. Even, like if you walk in there like. Uh, I think Jimmy said it earlier. It's like we all had like this this picture of Aaron Hernandez that he because the documentary starts off saying uh, everybody thinks that Aaron Hernandez comes from the hood or the he ghetto, did. the projects, yeah. and then it describes the suburb that he came from, and it's like uh, like it, it's not a poor neighborhood, yeah. um, it, mm-hmm. but like you were saying, um, it, it does it, it either solidifies what you thought or it questions a lot of what yeah, you, it's very thought provoking. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just like it just proves, like the main point I got from the documentary, and my personal closing point, is that your support system around you is everything. Is everything the support system yeah. that you have around you can make or break you, and you can see that in the documentary. Once Aaron Hernandez lost his support system, everything went downhill, and at the end of the day, like that's like support system is completely everything. 
like for real. It's just like I said. Do y'all have anything else on it? Before we move on, because I I'm getting kind of sad now. Man, if I don't I'm know if y'all cry. seen this video or this meme, but there's this uh, girl in a bathtub and and some dudes are throwing money on her, and she's like, uh, I need I it needs to rain more. I need more money on her. Oh, he set the shit out of with the and money. Like she threw the money at him. Mm-hmm. I wish it was like Aaron's mom. Oh yeah, and he's like oh, <laughs> that. He throws the meal right in her face, and boom! Like here, that here go your meal, man. Was a funny. Bro, I know the video you're talking about because I hope got y'all know too. I hope y'all know what video I'm talking about. It's some girl in the bathtub, and she's talking about there's not enough money thrown at her. Some dude, I guess a gas mask or a ski mask on. He throws the money straight at her face, smacks the shit yeah, out of this hoe. Yeah, it was like at least two stacks. Like she, bro, she was silent. She got a concussion, bro. <laughs> she got CTE. She got CTE. Her brain turned to broccoli right after this, the way that shit hit her face. Like a but I'm just saying, like, chicken, nah, I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to be funny and all, but I mean, like, if y'all need to see this, y'all, y'all need to watch this documentary. Everyone needs to see this. At least, just, just peep the first episode and see how you think afterwards, because it's definitely thought-provoking, as the mm-hmm. other two has said. It definitely, um can solidify an idea that you've had in your head already about the NFL, about its players, about how the organization is run, about how families feel after, right. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, a death of a loved one. It, it you know, it, it tugs on the heartstrings, but it makes you think. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, Very if you don't have time, if you using somebody else's Netflix, just watch that whole real quick. I know. I just updated mine. I had no, <laughs> I had no Netflix, man. I I told you I was, to use my but you too bullshit, man. You know, your shit. I was, I was, I was bullshitting, you know. But I was very great documentary. I would is. definitely recommend watching it after the first episode. You're like, wait, what? And then you just get hooked on it. Right. At the end of the day, yeah. I stayed up to one o'clock in the morning watching. Like, I have to finish this shit. They like, definitely I'm, like played the documentary like a yeah, like a show. You know, mm. they always left you at a cliffhanger. Right. They did. Yeah, you had to watch. The you had to watch, the, you next had to watch one. the next one. Yeah. The Netflix knew what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. Good or bad intentions, they knew what they were doing yeah. at the end of the day. Money man. intentions. <laughs> that check cleared, yo. Yeah, at the end cleared. of the day, man. But what else y'all want to talk? Because, like I said, I'm. This shit depressing, bro. <laughs> right. Shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Let's line the mood up, bro. Yeah, what man. To get? What, what? What, what you wanna? What's on the list, bro? You wanna? Oh yeah, I oh, know. I know. I'm getting with it. I know what I'm gonna ask go. this. Yo, go. all right. Here we go. I want to know quick. Oh man, I just want to know what was in the bag yesterday, G. Explain quick. the bag. Explain. Yeah, I'm gonna let G explain it. No, you gotta explain it. All right, man, you wanted to talk. About it. I kind of wanted to avoid the whole talk. Oh no, we're gonna give us in this deal. All right, guys. Very, guys, very... before before we continue, I don't know. I know nothing of what's going on. <laughs> There's a bag involved, and so I... I just want you to know. As I've said before, my name is Asandra Jean-Baptiste. If this is my last podcast, please, God Almighty, know that I was here. Know that I didn't support anything of what's going on. All right. Okay? Me neither. Okay. Now we got got that bullshit out of the way. All right. Very, very, very quick backstory. Cliff Notes version of it. You know, there was a certain individual in Jesus' life who should not beat me name, who, who was named... Who's, G's name is always in her goddamn mouth where it shouldn't be. You saying though? We're we're gonna gonna can, we, can we give her a name? We're yeah. gonna nickname her Poe off the Teletubbies. Oh, uh, because she's built like her now. 
or a can of busted biscuits. like a can of busted biscuits, we being honest. Oh, Why don't but we just call it a can of busted biscuits? Biscuits. 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 Busted biscuits. biscuits. Busted biscuits. BB. Busket biscuits. Busted biscuits. All right, so BB for short. All right, we so BB always got her name. <laughs> so BB always got G's name in her damn mouth for no reason whatsoever. Facts. Living rent, like, you know, always just, you know, let's say hypothetically somebody shows up, you know, and she seems like, hey, hey, we talked to G. You know, apparently I saw him at the gym with my new boyfriend, blah, 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 and G <laughs> didn't, you know, and G didn't do nothing, which, you know, G about that life. If y'all don't know G, he about that <laughs> life, bro. Like, you I know, fifth. you should, you should plead the fifth. You need Aaron Hernandez lawyer, goddamn. This cat was giving kids concussions, right? He led the state as a uh, a safety problem. You know, <laughs> he led the state in personal files. Like that just put backstory on, on the life he was. So you know, like I said, G found out he heard through the grapevine that BB, you know. Had his name all up in her mouth. Streets talk, man. Streets, streets talk. talk. At the end of the day, streets talk. So, G, G hey. was very, very pissed. So, I show up to G's house <laughs> to help him out. Because, like I said, that's one of my close friends. So, you know, me being about that life, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to show up. Yeah, what, what, what did I that say? say? I mean, I, you know, saying the name all up in her mouth, she better be glad that's the only thing. Oh, oh shit. Listen. Oh, Lord. Big facts. Huh? Big, big facts. Uh, listen, big trust. Listen, listen. If if ladies, if you Uh-oh. let's just disclaimer. If if you are ending let's, a relationship with someone, let's let's, let's write this. Down let's just just case. just end it. Don't speak about the person continuously True. because no, we no. all know that if you're gonna keep the name in your mouth about the person that you ended the relationship with, because you're you, miserable as shit. Yeah, I mean you fucked up because you, you can't make it. decisions. You know. Because you're 28 and you act like a 10-year-old because you can't make decisions. Damn, you put an age on that shit. You get real specific and because, now, bro. Like I said, when I was age for oh shit, my bad. Niggas are looking at us right now. Because <laughs> you can't make Everybody decisions. Everybody listening is like 28. Right. look at his friends group. BB. And she might be fine and shit. Hold on. Have you seen what she built like now? No, she is not. the biscuits? biscuits, Because at the end of the day. Guys, I am not. Just. Yeah, no. I am not saying anything. These are the thoughts of Jaren only. These do not reflect. What is that bullshit PSA that they put on the thing? <laughs> the thoughts and comments of Jaren are only of Jaren. They do not represent, you know, G out here. But no, man. This I is said, a Jordan podcast, so. Yeah, it's a Jordan <laughs> podcast, you know. But at the end of the day, like, make a long story less long. Damn. I, you know, I showed up to G's crib. I was like, bro, you know, just talk to him, you know, bring him his comfort food, which is Gummy Orange Ladies, if you want to make G happy. The key to his heart is gummy worms. Is that a sour gummy worms or the uh? Yeah, what is I it? call it them slick gummy. Depends what kind of mood the person's trying to trying to put on. Ooh, like if, you know the lady. So what? She feeling frisky? She gotta get the sour ones. Yeah, she trying to. She gotta trying to pucker her lips. She gotta get the sour yeah, ones, she right? Get the sour ones. Yeah, so she can get the dust off my lips. Oh <laughs> shit! The dust now. This cat spitting game through a podcast. Hold that on, boy. Hold on. That boy heating up, bro, like NBA 2K. No, so I show up to G's crib, you know, just to help him out and stuff. And I text him. He know I'm showing up. I text him, say, hey, yo, fam, come outside. I got some for you. He walks outside with a backpack and looks to the left and looks to the right and looks at me. See, what I'm going to have here real quick is that I didn't get the text until I was walking out the door and I saw him pulling up. 
Oh, I, I, okay. I, I, I didn't go outside prior to getting the message. So as soon as I was walking out, he caught me walking out. Got it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense now. Okay, so this is premeditated. <laughs> right. Premeditated. Right, Mexico. Right, Mexico. You are hire Ann Hernandez, lawyer, goddammit. So, G walks outside, he looks to the left and to the right with the backpack, and there's only, you know, a few things that are in the backpack, especially a Jordan backpack. It looked pretty bottom heavy. (laughs) There's either an overnight bag, which it didn't look full. There's either a gaming system, because, you know, we like to go to somebody's house and plug up the game, and, you know, when she at work, and take her car and shit, you know. You know, got to play 2K, <laughs> some Call of Duty Madden shit. Got, you know, got to borrow her car and shit. Borrow her car bullshit. Got, you I know. got my own car, people, so. I got my own car, yeah, too, but l- listen, I like to use other folks' gas. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. All, all 2020. All 2020. Use other people's use gas. Use gas 2020, my man. Hey. And there's an unspeakable in the bottom of the bag. And I asked you, like, bro, what's, you know, what's in the bag? He puts the bag in his car and locks it. It's like, bro, don't worry about it. And laughed. So, he said he was going to mention today. What's in the bag? So, without further ado, without further ado, what's what's in the damn bag, bro? Because we want to know. Next topic on the list is oh, like, what's in the bag? <laughs> Look, all, all I'm gonna say is oh, uh, you bullshit now. Oh, uh, you 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 pump faking right now. You pump faking right now. Hey, hey man, you can't shoot or shoot, bro. bro. Let that thing fly. Why you say shoot or shoot, bro? Shoot or shoot, bro. Why you say shoot or yeah, shoot? shoot? What if it's a gun? It's not. Oh, you're, I'm, you're, I'm you're, talking about in the basketball reference. But all I'm going to say about it is always keep your overnight bag with something else in it because if all eyes are on you, you know, you got to stay protected, bro. You, hey, you never know. I'm a cool. That's some really shit I ever heard. That answers all my goddamn questions. I'm not looking at you first. <laughs> if all bag, eyes are on you, keep your shit ready. I'm yeah. Not. Don't stay lacking. Keep your shit ready. Yeah, man. So you never know the situation. You never man. know. All right. So at least I finally got the answer to what's in the bag because I... Think I know. I'm, Did you really? It looked very bottom heavy. I'm just saying. It looked like a Kardashian ass. It was just sagging, bro. So I know I have a feeling what's in the back. Which Kardashian ass was all? Kim. All right, done. <laughs> all right, done. You know, Kim Kardashian's ass looks like you know a bag of mashed potatoes. Mm. Those aren't Sharon's. Oh, a penis. Those are not. That's awful. Okay. <laughs> no, what's this guy? I can hear. I can hear you. No. That's awful. No. So we know it's in the bag, but. That brings me to our next topic. Like I said we've all been in relationships, situationships, shitty whether relationships. they've been shitty relationships, whether they've been successful or not. We know. Oh, I know Sandra brought this up. The situations. Situations. I'm coining that term, boy. I like that. I like that situations, situations, my nigga. Situations. T-shirts coming Shit. soon. <laughs> hey, hey! I swear to God, if and if I see that on any shirt before I put that out, I'm <laughs> clapping on y'all. I promise y'all. What if she find you gonna clap them cheeks? Let's continue with the topic. <laughs> like I said, bring something with you in the Let's, overnight bag. Overnight bag, exactly. No, so like I said Sandra brought this up a few days ago. Cause, yeah, yeah, like yeah. So we've all been in relationships and, and situationships, and, et cetera, and, it, et cetera. and it's also some of us have been really recent relationships. Very, very recent, exactly. <clears throat> and like I said, we twenty twenty, we're learning more about ourselves as individuals so we're gonna go into the sappy part is love languages because you don't know your love language until you actually take these quote-unquote tests and it answers a lot of questions that you have all three of us took them and stuff like that you're right like i said i will 
which I wasn't aware about love this whole love language until today. Asandra was the one that, that brought it up. And yeah, I, man. I, was, I had to do my research on it. And yeah, even take yeah, the man. test. Like, yeah, we all took the test. Quick and easy, man. Very it takes like five, seven minutes to just finish the test. You know, figure easy. out how um, session right there. how you communicate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Nothing, nothing. I'll tell you later. He was like, it's a whole session. session. It's a whole session. Five to seven minutes. Yeah. It's a whole goddamn session, my dream. What, what kind I, of session are we talking about? Nigga, I'm going to sleep. She don't make me a goddamn sandwich after. Five to seven. But back to this test. <laughs> we took, you, 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 be, you better not be talking about what you're talking about. Back to this test. So back to this test. So back to this test. All right. All right. So like I said, we all took it. I'm just going to run through mine very quickly. Everybody's going to run through theirs and we can just. Discuss it. Mine were quality time, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. In descending order, right? In descending order, yes. From uh, most important love language to the least. Yeah. Put it like that. So, G, Asandre, the floor is yours. Uh, I guess I'll go second so Asandre can explain a little bit more on the love language stuff. Uh, Mine was, number one, was quality time. Two, physical touch. Three, acts of service. Uh, four, words of affirmation. And then five, receiving gifts. Okay. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I think I lost my shit. Oh, my God. Hold on, man. I got it. I was looking to make the stallion. I was trying to look at it. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead. I was, uh, listen, can we just... Five-second intermission. Make the stallion, please. If you happen to just, just, just stumble upon this podcast, I love you. I love your height. <laughs> I love your ass. I love the way you twerk. I love your music. Please. If I can just get a video. V if if I can just get a VIP ticket to your show. I anything. I'm about to head out. <laughs> and it Hey, no, sit down. <laughs> you said sit down. Listen. I'm five seconds. It's going thirty. Mega Stallion. Please. Please. Alright. Oh, thank God. Thank God, because Sandra's getting hard, and I got very uncomfortable about it. All right, so my five from descending order is, um, I'm sorry, words of affirmation, quality time, uh, gift giving, acts of service. I'm sorry, sorry. Physical touch was the third one. So it's words of affirmation, uh, words of affirmation, I'm sorry, I'm trying to spit it off the top of my head. Words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, gift giving, and acts of service. So basically what the five love languages are is, is your version or your way of communicating concern, love, um, appreciation, uh, and basically how you receive it. So for example, if your love language is uh, words for affirmation, you are more inclined to hearing someone show appreciation in any type of way. Say, say for example, if you took out the trash, um, if your partner said, you know, I appreciate you taking out the trash. I love the way you take it out each and every day. Some sappy shit like that. That's your love language. You'll feel really happy about that opposed to, uh, or um, opposed to like someone saying like, uh, or someone Touching on the shoulder saying, hey, I, I appreciate you taking out the, the trash. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, love languages are are pretty cool in a sense because 
a lot of people will think like, oh, you know, I don't know what it is about relationships in uh, the, the past few years, like in 2018, 2019, and 2020. And I feel like people don't understand that relationships take time right. to build. Yeah. You have to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. And how you build a relationship is through learning. And learning um, about your partner is crucial. So why not learn a love language um, about yourself, about your partner, um, to further solidify the relationship? Even even if the relationship ends, you, you know how you work. Mm-hmm. So um, I brought this up with these two to come in the new year and have a good idea about how you know you receive love and look back in past relationships, maybe have a little humble moment and see where you were at fault. Because mm-hmm. from what I've understood and from what I've seen is that the 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 theme uh, the th- the theme about 2019 was that people did not want to take responsibility for shit. True. Like, no oh, one wanted to take responsibility for the fact that big you know fans. may they may have fucked up a relationship. Mm-hmm. They have been like the fucking worst thing. I I hated this term. I hated this term. Toxic. Right. That is the worst coin term mm-hmm. ever. Right. I don't care what you can say about it. That is the worst coin term because not only right not only in a row. Bro, I'm serious. Not only is it dismissive, but it's so manipulative. Mm-hmm. Because people will use that word to say like, "Oh, you're toxic. You don't know yourself." Yet the Ooh, person shit. speaking the fucking word don't even know themselves either. Yeah. I bet you if we were to ask someone about, <laughs> "Yo, what the fuck is your love language?" They'd be like, "Oh, my love language is money." Like, what? Yeah. Who doesn't <laughs> love money? But now let's be se- <laughs> let's be serious real quick. Let's be serious about, yo, what do you actually know that you need from someone? Yeah. Have you actually taken the time to look back, be retrospective in a sense, and retro? Uh, I'm sorry, introspective, and see what you actually desire from life, mm-hmm. from your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what type of shit is that? Saying, "Oh, you toxic. You're so fucking lazy. Come on now, preach, preacher." And then it comes to the point where people are so self-deprecating and say, "Like, oh, I, I know my toxic trait. Uh, I know my toxic trait. I'm, I'm." I'm unloving. I'm I'm willing to give love to other people. I'm It's not you. I'm selfish. Oh, Come on, bro. If you're going to What kind of shit is that? I, you know, take responsibility for yourself at once. Me, I need to work on myself. All right. Duh. That is the biggest I'm not in this shit now. No. The biggest, biggest shit I heard was biggest bullshit. Biggest Don't work on yourself at like Mickey D's or some shit. <laughs> Boy, if you fall, I'm gonna laugh my damn ass off. But, uh, <laughs> I never fall. The, I stay ready. <laughs> no, the biggest like piggyback off freeze. of what y'all both said, the <laughs> never freeze. <laughs> 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 no, the biggest crap that I heard was, you know, uh, how do I put this when I'm putting people's butt, but fuck it. The biggest we'll just do it, bro. The fuck, just a safe space. The Biggest sack of shit that I heard in 2019 was, you know, this is why I disappeared and this is why I left. But you did this because you're such a great person or, you know, I pushed you away because I didn't deserve you. That's full of shit. Everybody deserves somebody. I don't like to say if you know me well enough, I don't open a lot. I don't open up a lot to a lot of people. 
Right. So, like, so, I don't so, so, so it's like, so you mean to tell me you a beta? You can't handle my 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 real shit. Ooh, I, yeah. So you a beta? Is that what it is? Oh, almost said. Is that what it is? You can't handle right how real I am. We gonna stop right there. What kind but, of yeah, shit no, is that? No, it's just like I. It's like the fact is, I overextended myself. I did way more than I was supposed to. And Which you did, guys. With, I mean, we 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 with, yeah. with, with, with conversation those, basically. Yeah, and like you know, I did more than I was supposed to. Granted, like I say if I like you. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you actions are, be- you know, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you at the end of the day. I showed, I showed this individual, every, you know, like, you know, I like you. I want to be with you. Granted, could I spoke of more? Sure. But the actions I received back was, I'm going to push you away. I'm going to be, you know, defensive, hesitant, whatever. And then. Oh, Bob is on. And then you just go, and then you disappear for months. <laughs> And you show up with the bullshit excuse was like, yo, this is why I left you, but, you know, but uh, it's because I wasn't quote unquote comfortable with, you know, with myself. I'm paraphrasing at this point, but the reason why I pushed you away is because, you know, your coworkers knew about me and I felt uncomfortable. That's a sack of shit. Cause I feel like if my coworkers know about you in a good light, that's a good thing. Cause I'm talking about you in a good way. You know, I enjoy your company. Yeah, and, and stuff and, like that. And and not to cut you off, but no, to as a man, we like to show off the women that we're interested yes, we and do. that we love, that we like. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's kinda like that whole Will Smith and Jada where you know it's 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 about y'all. I mean it's about the woman. No. Yeah. It's not about mm-hmm. us. Like I will always take a back seat to my, my lady. And the thing is, and I say it not not in a, in, in like um in a bad way, but I mean I, I say it in a way like let's say we're like uh we're running chores and or errands and and you know she's dressed in like baggy clothes. I'm not I'm not finna sit here and be like oh go change or I'm gonna come out looking a lot that better comfortable than her. clothing when it's just a white t shirt yeah. and some, um, oh some sweats. God. I will ladies. Down. I I hope you know how good you look when you just wear that shit. Yeah. Or wear our oversized t shirts. Duh. <laughs> Ain't nothing under two. <laughs> Hold on, I just dropped my spinner. I got a little crazy right there. But man. But I mean, it's it's like I mean, if my girl shows up in sweats, I'm not gonna make you know I'm not gonna change. change. She's comfortable. I will dress down so you can be the center of attention because I want you to be the superstar. I want you to be the one that I, I want to. I'm prideful for what I give you and, and, and what I'm showing you. So it's like, man, I don't know. It just frustrates me, bro. No, I definitely I, the same that. thing happened happened to me. And I want to just have a an episode where we just like talk about. Like the, the the crap that we went through. Yeah. Because like in Jaren's situation when he explained it, and it makes sense why his, his uh love language ended up being uh, uh quality time. Quality time because he, he I put he, effort in it. He he puts effort in it and I mean I saw it. He would come to me and be like, Hey bro, uh what's a good place I should take her? Uh what's what's a good date spot? What's you know, think outside the box because a lot of us dudes when we mess up is we think a movie and dinner is it's it's the go to yeah. and that's old school bro you gotta think outside the box give her a tour of Dallas give her a tour of Fort Worth oh, make, do a little okay. bit of yeah. research and then you know women like to see how smart you are yes. women like to pick your brain and and a man should be the same way we should see you know on the exterior her face her body that's that's superficial that's that it, it goes that change God, God gives them that but can easily take it away and Absolutely. time does it too. Absolutely. So and, and and that's why you should get to know the mind, the soul, what's what's inside for the most part. Because w- once you get to know that, 
it's 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 it makes the relationship work a lot better. And then like, cause when you go to the movies, you can't really speak to that person. Absolutely, you don't get any time. You you go on a walk on downtown, a park or whatever it is. You you, you get to talk about life. You you know, tell me tell me your goals. Your your what inspired you. Tell me about your your childhood. I don't care about your ex because there's a reason mm-hmm. why you're here with me today and not with them. Speak anymore. That. Speak so, that. Speak that. And that's 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 my little you know oh, yeah, rant. collection of like because you appreciate yeah yeah to to hit that Easter Sunday. Listen, Jakes. Listen, feel like Ric Flair. To to piggyback off of what G said, it's an it's imperative that you take if your love language is quality time, as the book explained. Uh, by the way, if you have the time, you know, just check out the book at Barnes and yeah. Noble's uh, "The Five Love Languages" yeah. by Gary Chapman. Wonderful book, very short read, but I mean, it has very important uh, messages. It has even little uh, um, important tips and um, um, guidelines as to how you can show your love language and how to receive your love language and how to understand your partner's love language. So, I mean. It's 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 like 160 pages. I mean, quick read. Yeah, it's, it's so short. fucking That's quick. That's literally a three-hour read. Dog, it's a Maybe short story. It's probably two hours. Yeah, if you've been I'm telling you, man. Like you just skim. Yeah, you you can skim read that and you learn something. To be very honest, but to piggyback off of what G said, I mean, quality mm-hmm. time in its essence is taking the time to yeah. actually speak with your partner mm-hmm. yeah as i say you can't just sit and watch tv because the tv is taking your attention right no, yeah, but sure. actually talking with your partner and learning about their fears learning about their dreams learning about what had yeah. fucked them up in the past learning about what they want to do to change their life learning about what's up with their fucking day mm-hmm. for I sure mean, yeah. if your quality if quality time isn't is that important to you as i'm sure it is with most people you have to actually take, pay attention, make the effort to pay attention and listen. Right. Because a lot of the times we listen just to to rebuttal. Yeah, we're, we're hearing and not listening. We're hearing and not listening because we just want to give the answer. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this a lot. Of, and this is a lot of problem with uh, with guys and that we have to we have to check ourselves on. Mm-hmm. We'll we are so quick to give a solution because that's the way we think. Yeah, yeah, and we can all contest this. Men think about solutions immediately mm-hmm. because we don't want we we don't want to get caught up in bullshit. Yeah, you know we don't. The second something comes up and it's like it, it seems like it's gonna <clears throat> pull one over our heads or it's gonna demean us or it's gonna uh, uh, take something of ours that we truly love. It's like nah, nah, nah. I can't, I can't do that. I gotta right. figure out a way to fix mm-hmm. it. We're, we're the fix it men, you know. So. A lot of the times, I mean, when, you know, I have friends t- coming up to me and saying, yeah, I don't know what's what's wrong with him. I don't know what he's trying to say. Um, or the guys would be like, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. You know, I'm doing all this shit right. And, you know, I'm getting the food. I'm paying a few bills for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but are you actually, like, listening to her? Because some, almost all of the women I've met just want to vent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, they're, just, they're having a bad day. They just want to vent. I just want to let the air out because they've chosen to have you as their confidant. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Because you yeah. you're not going to spill their secrets. So right. it's a safe place for their emotions. 
Yeah, and women usually move on emotions. It's just science, so. To piggyback off of that, it's just like, you know, I. the reason why, you know, I got so invested into, you know, this last girl is because, like, you know, quality of time, like, you know, that's my main love language mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the fact is that this certain individual went above and beyond than most individuals, like, you know, somebody close to me had a medical emergency and this girl stayed with me. She went with me to the hospital. She drove me to the hospital while somebody else took my car so I can be there for this person. And the fact that, you know, stayed there until two o'clock in the morning, which is most women won't do that. I think we can all agree. Most women's like, okay, you're there. No, you know? unless they're going to get some dick. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. True. Let's be honest, true. man. They yeah, don't stay until, they'll stay until five in the fucking morning. Yeah. They're going to get some Let's be honest, exactly. But this, you know, person stayed till you know two o'clock in the morning, and I put that on such a high pedestal, point where like that clouded my judgment. At the end of the day, like there mm-hmm. were signs there. Looking back, there were signs. There. I'm like, all right, I should have took that as a sign and cut it off there. Side note: Next girl I date, we ain't going to Cheesecake Factory. Goddamn it, I'm taking. I asked the goddamn Applebee's some shit. We ain't going to Cheesecake Factory for Applebee's shit. Applebee's got them nice. Bro, got them good ass apps. I ain't going to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, they do, but shit, nah, I'm starting off because we're going to Costco samples. I wish somebody would G. say they didn't want to go to Applebee's. All right, man, I'll, I'll take <laughs> nah, your friend then. But it, <laughs> I'll take your friend then. <laughs> I'll take your sister. She nah, but fine. it's just like, and I feel like these like past failures is the reason why like I'm so hesitant with a certain individual that I'm feeling now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it's I'm really feeling this person, but it's such a great friendship that we have, I don't want to ruin it. Duh. At hey. the end of the day, I'm like, yo, I don't want to ruin this, but I feel like there's something more, but it's like the fr- the foundation of friendship is so strong there. No, what are you about to say? I hear everybody in the back like, just do it, bro. <laughs> right. No, I feel it too. Jump. 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 Don't be a bitch. Listen, uh-huh. man, because, I mean, because as you're saying, I mean, you feel this strong. Here's here's my thing. If you feel strongly about someone and you have a friendship with them, you're doing yourself a disservice by not trying speaking. It. Yeah, no, for sure. It. See, and that's the thing. Every relationship, friendship, family, it's, whatever it is, is, is based off communication. Yeah. yeah. It, like, you know. As cliche I, as it is, communication is I key. said it last week. And exactly. it was, I need, I'm Terrible taking my own advice. If you can't communicate in the beginning stages, you shouldn't get into a relationship with the individual. Because if you can't communicate now, th- there's no point being in a relationship because you're just setting up to fail at the end yeah, of the day. God forbid you can't communicate and you get heated and it's like, oh my God. These, yeah. these, these fingers look like they can talk. Oh. <laughs> right? See, and, and then as, as men, one of the, the things that we hate the most is when you ask you, your girl, you're like, hey, what's wrong? Nothing. nothing. Oh, nothing. God. No, and, then, and then you're sitting in the car and they turn around and look at you. It's like, you know what's funny? And then when yeah, you're like, that, I just think it's funny that. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, you know man. it's over. I'm it's just putting it like this. I could have paid next for college girl, tuition as many times outside of that with. shit. And, she, and I ask her what's wrong and she says nothing. And an hour later, she was like, you know what's funny? I'm wrecking my goddamn car. I'm going off the goddamn bridge. I'm like, listen, motherfucker. I'm like, I'm, uh, man, your insurance. <laughs> fuck it. Like, you know, goddamn. Oh, they're a new car. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a her car because I said, I only use my own gas. So there we go. Oh, there we go. Think, think forward, my, my, my hey, man. we brought that back. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, to, and to bring it back, uh, <laughs> back to the original topic. 
Love um, languages, yeah. Love language. I mean, quality time. I mean, you, you can see how it was so important in like the girl you were talking to and yeah. stuff. Um, I got quality time too, but for me, it's a little bit different. It's it's not exactly that you know we have to be around each other. It's just the fact. Don't text me or call me on your free time. Um, I rather. I mean, it it's best if you actually make the time for me because there's a huge difference. When you try to talk to someone when, when when you're free and then actually making time for them. Yep. Because they're a priority. They mean something to you. They've crossed your mind. They've, they've said something to you. Um, no, don't get me wrong. You know, I appreciate being around the person and, and stuff. But, you know, sometimes we need our own space. But it's just about, you know, just send me a quick text. You know, give yeah. me a quick phone call. You know, hit me up. Be like, hey, I won't be able to talk today. I have a lot at school. I have a lot at work. Yeah. Um, but, you know what? We'll, we'll have dinner tomorrow. Pre-communicate. Like, and... And that's quality time to me. Um, I read in the book that uh, um, a, a woman was working. Uh, an example, a woman was at her job. She was supposed to be scheduled all day because uh, uh, her boss had said that, you know, it, it's peak season. So she was she was going to, you know, she's she going to be stuck at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the husband did with his uh, with their kids is that he would just take a picture of them just setting up like a little picnic. Yeah. And that when he had sent it to her, she was so moved by it because she felt like she was there with them. Oh, so that little small gesture just can show you the small things matter. Yeah. It's like, I'm big on because you're showing concern while, you know, the person's busy. Mm hmm. And as you're saying, that if if someone makes a time for you, you'll feel that extra love. The fact that someone would, they're you know they're busy, yeah. But they take five minutes out of their day to be like, hey, I love you. Yeah. Thank just, you for understanding. Communication is bi- like if you're gonna have a busy day, just pre-communicate. It's like, yo, like you know, I won't be able to talk a lot. I have a lot going on, mm-hmm. but I just want to let you know that I'm thinking about you. That goes a long. God damn it does, man. People are afraid to show their fucking feelings. Yeah, it goes a long way. I don't understand, man. Everybody trying to be hard and shit, act like no feelings matter. Yeah, it's just like... All feelings matter. All feelings matter, dog. Make a shirt out of that. I coined it too. Exactly. Situationships and all feelings matter. It's just like... I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. Y'all going to buy it, though. All feelings matter. I believe it. You know, it's just at the end of the day, it's like, yo, because, like I said... It's finding the right relationship is trial and error at the end of the day. And, you know, being, like I said, the past relationships, quote unquote, or, you know, experiments, whatever you want to call it, dating experiences that I've had have set me up to this point here. And it's like, it's speaking me personally, it's made me timid. It's made me nervous for the future come like, you know, I've done all of this. You know, I'm scared of this next relationship potentially is going to fail. And I said, I think me and you have had this conversation. You're like, bro, you being a pussy. Like, just go for it. Shoot or shoot. Steph Curry, that motherfucker from the goddamn tunnel. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's just like, and that just goes back to my love languages too. Like, you know, the test that we did. It's, you know, I said quality time. Like, you know, I'm big on spending time with you. I'm like, we can text all day. Cool. Let me spend time with you, like you know, no phones, no, just us vibing and stuff like that. I'm very, very big on that. Yeah, Where's the affirm- phone down? Your Twitter holes are gonna still be there. 
Bro, yeah, I'm like, I'm big on like, you know, words of, you know, affirmation and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm just big, like, you know, receiving gifts, man, I'm not big on receiving gifts. I'm very, very big on, you know, giving gifts more than anything. I'm a gift giver. But it's just like, you don't, know. Don't, don't let them know too much. Don't let them know too, nah, don't hey, know don't too much. Don't let them too much. All right. My bad. I suck ass at giving gifts. I'll just take your car and use your gas and there you go. drop that motherfucker off and keep moving. That's the third one. Hey, that's the third time we brought it back. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. I don't know about that, but that's a successful ass podcast. That's <laughs> If anything, if you can bring back a, a joke three times, that's listen. It. That's successful, goddammit. That is nah. kings in the making. Nah, but it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's just the individual I am. It's like, you know, the... I said, if you heard the very, very first podcast that we did, titled, What the Hell Are what the hell are We Doing? Because we know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. And then day I said a quote. It's like, your current situation is not your final destination. I have to, I'm very terrible at taking my own advice. I'm very good at giving advice. I think we all are. I think, yeah. I think, we I think we're all a, a victim of... Um... Of not being able, not being able to take our own advice, you know, because we we think about how good it feels to help someone, but I mean, maybe it's a little bit of the idea that we want someone to save us, exactly, or just the idea that um, we don't think so highly of ourselves. So even the advice that we give, you know, we kind of hope it works, exactly. But no. you know, sometimes it just takes us, you know, speaking our truths and um, you know, being authentic, being vulnerable. You know, just, you know, say how we feel. You, know, you never know how uh, how many hearts you can touch whenever you just say how you feel, you know? No, I would completely agree with you. It's just like, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, sap you on you for a second. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I, like yeah. I said, I need to, like I said, stop being so, you know, timid and all this other stuff. It's just like, it's it's a work in progress. Like, like I said, I'm one of those people who fully believe hurt people hurt people. Yeah. I mean, who else they gonna hurt? Exactly. <laughs> they gonna hurt, they gonna try to hurt the. Yeah, and you know oh, stuff yeah. like that. But you know, like I said we we ain't on that goddamn sad note. Like you know, it's just going to end this shit and get the hell up out of here. Bro. I mean, we can end it on a good note. Listen, listen, ladies, I want you to know <laughs> that you are beautiful. Okay. This is just for ladies, fellas. You can you can tune off right now, ladies. <laughs> ladies, I want you to know how special you are. Okay, you are a queen. You are a goddess. Just mean what you say, all right? And I promise you, the man that you're talking to, quote unquote, will give you all that you need. Now that Asandre went on and got his little, you know, the choir storm monologue out the way, trying to find him a future Man, they girl. Liked it though. Let, <laughs> they liked I bet they did, all right? But you not on social media, cause, so they can't slide in your DMs, your stupid ass. Let's just go on and get the hell up if out of here. If liked it, that was me. If y'all liked it, that was me. Y'all can find me on social media. Find me too on social media. If you want Asandre, you can slide into No Bob Sanders Podcast DM. And it would distribute it 
Accordingly, probably not, goddammit. Yeah, I'll show up on the next podcast and yeah. I'll be on there by then. I said, let's Until then. Like I said, we appreciate we we appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate I, having Asandre here. Yeah, too, appreciate you showing up, man. You're, Honestly, you're welcome anytime. Yeah, we'll definitely keep keep bringing you back, man. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of catch up, a lot of lot to talk about, man. We do, Absolutely. man. We Absolutely. do. I just for real, I just want to give a personal shout out to the Hot Takes podcast. My girl Mia, I said I was on her podcast, you know last week she's doing big oh, things shit. over there you know stuff like that i really do appreciate you having me appreciate the support of you listening like always comments are welcome just tell us you know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong somebody needs to shut the fuck up somebody needs to no, talk more no, don't tell me hey, to shut the fuck up that's where you that's where you lost me just you, you give us take me give us tell positive me to shut critique. the fuck up G- give us positive Critique, but like I said, hands ready. Once, <laughs> ready. Once again, appreciate y'all Hot for listening. Ready like Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Oh, that's a bar, right? Make your I, face look like pepperoni, goddamn it. Okay, yeah. then. All right. Once again, this thank you for listening to another <laughs> episode of the No Bystanders Podcast. This is Jaren again. It's G. Sandre Jean Baptiste. Make sure you say it like it's French. Boy, put his full government name out there. We'll catch y'all next time. I don't know how to spell it though. We out this motherfucker. <laughs>